guys, welcome back to another episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host, Samantha, and this week's special guest is my friend, Hannah. Hey. So, Hannah and I, we've known each other technically since, like, middle school. Yeah. But became friends, like, sophomore year of high school. Besties. Yes. Besties. Yes. Um, we, what, was it, like, AP Euro? Was that where we, like, our, like, little friend group? Because, like, me, you, Brian, like Chloe. Technically, yes, we had AP Euro together, but mm-hmm. I feel like AP English... Which is is the next period. The magic was happening, yes. (laughs) So along those lines, we had a couple of classes together that year. And it was uh, me, my friend Chloe that you guys have seen. She was on episode five, The Audacity, um, and our friend Brian. And we, like, all, like, did homework together and stuff. And by doing homework together, I mean... (laughs) Together. Yeah, together. I mean, Hannah did the homework. And then Hannah was generous and shared the wealth so <laughs> one day I think we were going to like a local restaurant or something after school I, I think was, was that what it was we were doing something like yeah. that and we asked we were like okay Hannah like are you coming with us like whatever and she was like you guys want me to go like what, what were your thoughts well I just thought this was like a school friendship I thought I was being like kind of used for you know my homework my oh. ability to do homework well but no we were friends friendship. yeah I was a little shocked but I know. I remember you being like, wait, like what? And I was like, yeah, like we're oh. friends. Like, are you going? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it obviously worked out very well. Yes. So. Still friends. And it's been almost 10 years since then. Oh, excuse Ooh. me as I have a existential crisis. <laughs> yeah, no, like a decade. It's fine. <laughs> but we were talking about that just a few days ago because Camp Rock. It's been yeah. like oh 14 God. years. Is that what it said? Mm-hmm. And we were like, huh, how many years? <laughs> Because Hannah and I, when we were, because we, for our associate's degree, we went to the same school and we took a lot. Like, there was one semester we had, like, what, all of our yeah, classes we lined together? Yeah, our classes yeah. purposely together. They were together. all the same, yeah. And we used Actually, to. Actually, with the same teacher that we took our AP English class with. Yes, we so took that's our fun. English class <laughs> for our associate's degree. Shout out, Henderson. Mm. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but we used to, obviously, like, we would go and, like, get lunch and stuff between um, classes and. There was this one Tex-Mex place that we really liked. Oh. So good. R.I.P. though. I yeah. I think they're closed now. But. Wait, really? Yeah, really? No, I feel like they're shutting down locations. I'm not sure there's any left. Oh. Because there was only three Florida locations, yeah. but I'm pretty sure they're all shut down. Oh, that's sad. No, I did not know that. Which, one of the last times I went, because I went a couple of years ago, but like fairly, like since, you know, we went, and it wasn't that great. Like, yeah. like, like the quality they like, really went down yeah. they like change management so that makes oh. sense but uh, we used to listen to Camp Rock songs I say used to I still do oh, like, yeah no we're definitely still yes. listening to old Disney Channel music <laughs> Disney Channel originals had bangers facts. oh facts <laughs> <laughs> alright you ready for your first story yes am I the asshole for canceling plans with my friend after finding out he put a tracker on my phone no I, 21 female, and my friend, 21 male, are home from college. We went to different high schools, but we were friends through clubs and extracurriculars. We had a friend group senior year that we both hung out in. The friend group died, but we have stayed somewhat in touch and see each other a few times each summer for lunch to catch up. Anyways, we were on the phone about two weeks ago and made plans to chill, grab pizza, and listen to music. We were Snapchatting old friends, and he snapped some of them back through my phone. I don't think much of handing my phone to him to reply. 
I mean, I've been friends with this guy for a while now, and we've hung out, so we're, like, decently close, I guess. The other day, he texted, joking about how I need a better sleep schedule since I was up till 4 a.m. I laughed it off and said, yeah, I was up till 6 a.m. studying. I asked how he knew, and he just laughed it off and made a joke. I didn't think much of it, because I know Instagram and Snap sometimes shows when you were last active on the app. Anyways, today, he texted me joking that I need to charge my phone. I was at 2% and was weirded out by how he knew that. Again, he just laughed it off and made a joke. I was like, WTH, did you share my location or find my iPhone? He said no and said he'd explain tonight. We had plans to grab food. I was kind of weirded out, but he kept joking. I checked find my iPhone and locations and nothing is shared. I then realized that on Snap, he had ghost mode disabled and shared my location with himself. When I asked him about it, he denied it and didn't admit to it till I sent a screenshot. I expressed how weird that was, but he was joking through it and saying see you later. I've been ignoring his calls and texts since, and he's spamming apologies. I was talking to one of my friends, 21 female, our mutual friend, and she was weirded out at first, but laughed it off. She said it's weird, but he was clearly just messing around, and I'm being a major asshole for blowing it up when it was totally harmless. And that I was being an asshole for ignoring his calls and apology texts because he clearly didn't mean it since he's panicking that I'm mad. I'm not necessarily mad, I'm just totally weirded out and feel like my privacy has been invaded the past two weeks. I don't know how to feel. Um, you're not an asshole? I'm Are not you the asshole. kidding me? First of all, I didn't even know Snapchat, like, did that much. I know it had, like, the location, but, like... See, and I was thinking the same thing, but I'm wondering if... You know how sometimes, um, Snap... Like, on the Snap map, it'll show, like, your Bitmoji doing something? Like... Yeah. So, I'm wondering if it was, like, the dying battery over her Bitmoji. Because oh, I was thinking okay. the same thing. Because I was, like, like... I didn't know that it got, like, that... Yeah, like, it does location and, like, your last active, but you yeah. have to open the app for all of that to work. So, I guess, like, these people are, like, using Snapchat a lot. Yeah. But, still. Creepy. Which, it sounds like they use Snapchat a lot, because they said that they yeah. were snapping old friends and this, that, and the other. And, I mean, I use Snapchat a lot, sorry. <laughs> but, that is super creepy. That's not okay at all. Yeah, this is another case of men can't handle just being friends. Yeah. And... He's not remorseful that he, like, did it. He's just mad that he got caught. Yeah, he's freaking out that she's mad. Like, he's not freaking out that, oh, I didn't realize what I was doing was wrong. He's like, oh, you're mad. Oh, no. Like, what do I do? Like. No, and, like, what's up with the other female friend not being on her side? Like, that's not a good friend either. If someone puts a tracker on your phone or your car or anything like that, and it's not your parent keeping tabs on you because you're a minor or something, very, very, very questionable and red flag behavior yeah, especially no. even if they were dating it would still be sketchy yeah that'd be very but, controlling yes very controlling i mean it's one thing if both parties consent to sharing locations for like safety or like whatever yeah because like my husband and i we have our location shared but that's mm-hmm. because he like we go on trips and like we'll go on trips separately and if something was to happen like especially like you know when we go to music festivals and stuff oh, it's like if something was to happen i'm like have my location i listen to crime junkies so have my location i got my if i go missing folder like I, have you have you heard of those the in case i go missing folders no okay my little true crime girlies they they get it the girls that get it get it so on crime junkies they literally have like a pdf that you can print out 
and it's a in case I go missing folder and you're supposed to like leave it somewhere like where someone like you trust has access or like whatever but it literally it's supposed to streamline the process in case you go missing because in a lot of these stories you're, yeah we're going on a true crime little tangent um, but in a lot of these stories these people go missing and it takes like a while for the police to get access to the phone records mm-hmm. it takes a while to like get bank statements like be able to get into the bank accounts you know to see if like their cards being used anywhere it just stuff takes time and in a missing person situation you don't have the luxury of time like that mm-hmm. so basically this folder it just has like if you have like any scars take pictures of it and put it in there if you have any like identifying marks like tattoos or anything mm-hmm. you put like your height you put your socials the logins for the socials your bank information basically everything like phone like the stuff for your phone passwords your find my iphone login like all the things so that way in case god forbid something was to happen it's hey here's everything you need to know about her like find her so you're saving like days potentially worth of waiting you know because you have to get court records as a whole like or the court like stuff so anyways if you guys don't have one do it put it somewhere safe but like maybe like in a you know to be fair like literally all of my passwords are saved to my google account so like if you have that one password you have my entire life Mm -hmm. i feel that so that's just like a fun little tangent fyi (laughs) everyone be careful but it's one thing because they're both 21 if consenting adults you want to share your location with each other that's fine but to secretively do it and then like I don't know. It's giving scream vibes, like the hey, like I know, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. I I don't. Mm-mm, that's icky. But also, it's the way she's like trying to practically convince herself that they're pretty close friends. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like, are they actually? Because they didn't go to high yeah, school she's together. Like, I guess we're pretty close. Like she's trying to convince herself that this isn't that weird. But because this is I weird. would be really freaked out. But like, yeah. no, girl, it's weird, and you have every right to feel that way. Yeah. So like, this is not normal behavior. No, feel because free to block him. It's creepy that he did it, one. But then yeah. it was the way he went about it, too. Like the, oh, like you need a better sleep routine. Yeah, and the like, way he oh. like texted her that and then tried to joke it off. And I was like, I'll explain when we're in person. Like he was trying to get her like right That's in so front creepy. of him. Like, no, it, absolutely not. It's giving creep vibes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's giving like Ted Bundy. Like, mm. honestly, like you said that they stayed someone in touch and see each other a few times each summer. So that's kind of a long time. Yeah. If you're close to somebody, which I mean, I get it because like we're adults and we yeah. can only see each other like, every once in a while. Especially since but, it sounds like they're in college. Like yeah. I get it. But, but no, mm-mm. girlfriend, that's not okay. That's not normal. No. People don't do that. And it, if it, maybe if they were close and he would have like went about it differently. asked or something? Yeah. I've been like, hey, do you want to share locations with each other? So, yeah. you know, just, I don't know, for whatever his reason could have been. Like I love stalking my friends. I'm like, snap map yeah like why not lounging about me like well i wonder what everyone's doing yeah just looking especially when our friends are on trips because it's like oh where are they today yeah like i have life 360 (laughs) also for like my small like group of friends Mm -hmm. so that they know where i am and i love that but yeah obviously doing it without somebody's permission is like a huge no yeah no that's you have a right to privacy yeah consent guys it always comes back to consent if someone crosses boundaries like that don't don't let people gaslight you. Don't mm-hmm. gaslight yourself into believing, like, oh, this is normal. This is fine. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. It was harmless. Okay, it's not a big deal until it is a big deal. Yeah. Because who's to say you're not out at Walmart one night getting some late night groceries and he just pops up in the parking lot? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's everyone's safe until they're not, you know? Yeah. So. 
Um, there's no overall vote on this one. I think a lot of these stories, guys, this week, I pulled ones that are, like, fresh, like, new, new. Like, this one was only 17 hours ago. Um, so there's not really any overall votes yet, but we've still got, like, you know, the top comments and things yeah. like that. So um, the top comment for this one says, unless sharing your location shares your battery life, that's not all he did to your phone. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so somebody else is thinking along those lines. Yeah, because someone else said, um, this is where I'm at. How does he know the battery life? And then OP comments back four hours ago, so this is like fresh, um, said, when I first questioned him about it after showing him the Snapchat screenshot, he said it was a feature and offered to show me when we would grab food later. Safe to say we never grabbed food, but a lot of people have said it's not a feature on Snapchat, so now I'm worried he put something else on my phone. Yeah, no, I would be going to whoever, like, the provider of my phone, like, a Verizon store, like, whatever. I would be going and be like, hey, I need you to look at this. Yeah, something something needs to happen. Um, Someone else commented back to OP and said, you need to check the rest of your phone. Snapchat does not do that. My Google Maps shows my phone percentage. I didn't know that. That's intense. Oh, God. You're right, I didn't know that either, and now I feel like I need to, like, Someone else said... I'd like to piggyback on this comment and advise you to check your outgoing emails. Any recently downloaded apps, all apps including the seemingly simple apps, clock and calculator are notoriously used to hide secret apps and device logins. Make sure to check cloud sharing apps too, like other people have been talking about checking Google Maps for location sharing. I know it may seem overboard, but like many people on here are saying, stalking is very serious and sometimes the people you think wouldn't do that are the exact people who end up doing that. You need to look out for yourself first. Don't worry about anyone else's feelings right now because they aren't in the situation right now. You are. And I'd also like to point out that the rest of their friend group died. Like, I want to know why. And no, I want to know. They didn't. No, like, not after- like, not like, but like the friend group died out, I guess yeah, we'll say. Like fizzled. Yes, there you go. But why didn't they fizzle? Like, was this boy, like, intent on keeping tabs, tabs on, on her? Ooh, like he it sounds like he might be playing like a long game here and like slowly building up and like he got the courage to do this so like if he's slowly building up to something else like yeah it like, could turn very quickly yeah especially not like died like if she died. Oh yeah, i know God. what you mean <laughs> That's... i would support like keeping up with like she's just not answering him right now that's probably a good idea just to keep it at that and mm-hmm. like make sure she like checks her phone and like probably isn't alone yeah. Like any time, like significantly, mm-hmm. so that she can. Which is, she's text back from him college. A hard answer. Yeah. If she's yeah. back from college, she might be at her parents, maybe. Or yeah. like she's maybe staying with someone, you know what I mean? So yeah. hopefully she's not by herself. Um, but yeah, no, I really, when I read this, that was my question too. I was like, how, like, I didn't know Snapchat showed that. But then I, yeah. but I, then I thought it was just, oh, like, you know, like mm-hmm. the battery dying thing that goes over your Bitmoji's head, like if your phone's dying or whatever. So I was like, oh, maybe that's why. But like, if he knew the exact percentage or just, I don't know, even if that's all he did was share the, lo- like share the location or whatever on yeah. Snapchat, that's still too much. He's still doing too much. But if he yeah. did more than that too restraining order (laughs) no fair enough i don't know that's crazy next story am i the asshole for trying to talk my friend out of taking a paternity test my friend nick and his wife jess just had a baby i'm close friends with both of them the baby looks just like nick there's no question they are related one of nick's friends is a bit of a mgtow type of guy and for reference hannah looked that up because we didn't know what that meant so 
It's men going their own way. Men going their own way is an anti-feminist, misogynistic, mostly online, shocking, community (laughs) advocating for men to separate themselves from women and from a society which they believe has been corrupted by feminism. So a real stand-up guy. Yeah. Love that. So... That's one of Nick's friends, and he's one of those type of guys. And he brainwashed Nick into wanting to take a paternity test. Nick asked my advice on how to bring up this topic with Jess. I was shocked. I thought their relationship was good, and they trusted each other. And the baby looks just like Nick. I started asking Nick questions as to why he thinks Jess cheated. What did she do that made him suspicious? He admitted that she didn't do anything, but he needs this test to be certain. So I told Nick that it's a bad idea, and he could really hurt Jess. She had an extremely traumatic birth. The baby was huge. She didn't get an epidural and everything ripped. I think she might have postpartum depression too. What she needs is support and love, not accusations of cheating. He kept saying he needs this to be certain and Jess should be understanding. So I asked him how he would feel if Jess asked for a paternity test for him and Anna's, his female best friend's baby, who was born last year. He said he would be really disappointed in Jess and it would make him rethink their entire relationship, possibly even break them up. But it's different because Jess doesn't have to spend money on and raise Anna's baby, thinking it's hers when it might not be. Nick is now mad at me for not supporting and helping him. He says that I'm a woman and I could never understand how it is to be the father and I'm not even trying to understand it which is partially true. But I can say the same thing about him, that he is not even trying to understand how it is to the mother to be baselessly accused of cheating after such a traumatic birth. Am I the asshole? And there is an edit for clarification. Nick didn't have a baby with Anna, the best friend. Anna had a baby with her own boyfriend. I just tried to use that as an example, asking Nick how he would feel if Jess asked for a paternity test on them just to be sure Nick didn't cheat on her with Anna and fathered Anna's child. It was just an example hoping to make him see how hurtful accusations like this are. So anyways, am I the asshole? Definitely not the asshole and not the asshole. Nick just, is the asshole. Yeah, Nick and is Nick's like, friend. Also I would be like, fine, I'll get the paternity test, but it will literally the results will be handed to you in the same form as our divorce papers. <laughs> like, here you go. Like all in one little neat package for you. Yeah. I'll even put a bow on it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll even put those little stickers that have the arrows that say sign here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Since clearly critical thinking is not a skill. Yeah. <laughs> you possess. <laughs> Why? Is he even friends with a dude like that? Especially when he's married. Because what... Yeah. What is that bringing, like... Like, did your friend come to the wedding? Yeah, as far as positive influence. That Mm -hmm. if he believes, oh, anti-feminism, men need to do their own thing, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. How do you think that that's going to be beneficial to you in your marriage? Yeah. All that's going to do is corrupt your mind, potentially. Which clearly is the example here. And now you're going to start having all these issues. He's planting these seeds of doubt. It's almost like he's trying to indoctrinate yes. Nick. Yes. Like he's like, oh, I'm going to start like planting these seeds of doubt. And then when his wife leaves him, because clearly, who, what? Yeah. Um, he can adopt this way of life also. Hmm. I mean, the only thing I know about this is literally what Hannah just read. But just from the definition, they don't sound like no. stand-up dudes. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. I don't know. I just feel like this this friend that wrote this post Mm -hmm. like i don't even know how they're still friends with them and on one hand i'd be like just tell his wife that she just needs to leave him immediately but also if she really is dealing with postpartum depression like that's pretty serious like could you imagine 
Oh my god, I couldn't imagine birthing someone's child and then accusing me of cheating on them. With no, like, reasoning behind it. Like, there's no actually, like, oh, well, this did happen and it's kind of suspicious, so maybe I'm just gonna ask. Like, it's literally just his friend feeding him some crap. Like, what? Mm. As the wife... I would be, if I if I was the wife and I found out that this was happening, I would be like, "Are you freaking kidding me right now?" Yeah. Like I, w- because I know people are probably gonna hear this and be like, "Well, if she didn't cheat, there's no big deal." It, but it's the principle, you know what I mean? Like the fact that he can be that easily led astray into doubting his own marriage because his yeah. friends' beliefs, like that's very questionable. And it's like, be friends with whoever you want to be friends with, but if it's starting to influence you like that maybe evaluate yeah if if it's it's affecting our marriage you got to cut that out yeah because realistically how can you live one way and then be friends with someone that's living basically the complete opposite of you but that is also trying to bring you to that side you know what i mean yeah like because it's not like okay he believes this but he in his head is making an exception for like whatever. I mean, like regardless, mm-hmm. even if he was a stand up guy to Nick and just sucked in person, he still sucks. Like that logic. Yeah, no, it's the math is not mathing. Like, <laughs> please. So, top comment on this one. There's a, a thread you should show him. He should read the comments. This guy nuked his relationship doing this. And then they posted the link and said, there are times when it is valid to get a test, but in a loving relationship with a partner who has given him no reason to think she was unfaithful, this may cost him his marriage. And if he goes ahead with it, then that's his choice. You've done all you can, not the asshole. I think if I was the wife in this situation, how do you think you would handle it? Like the wife in the situation, like if your husband was like, hey, my bestie, Honestly, I'd like to be like, I'd be like boss and be like, oh my God, I'm leaving him immediately. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably just break down crying, mm-hmm. be like holding my newborn baby and be like, I'd probably just lose it. I'd be on the floor. But eventually I'd like to think that I'd have the strength to just like leave this situation because yeah. how terrible. But especially what is, how do you come back from that? So say yeah, they I get, say they get the paternity test and it comes back that he's the father I mean, the baby clearly looks like him. There's been no reasoning for suspicion, like anything like that. It's literally just his friend. So, comes back. He's the father. Then what? Where do you go from there? How do you think that that's going to... How does he think that that's not going to affect his relationship? I love how the husband was like, well, it's a different situation because my wife wouldn't have to pay to like money to raise Anna, his best friend's child. Mm -hmm. But like you are going very close to a path of having to pay to raise this child that is yours (laughs) and losing your wife. Mm -hmm. Like you're still going to have to pay, bud, but your life is going to be a lot more miserable. So, well, regardless, he would have to pay whether he's there or not, because if he signed the birth certificate, unless he signs over his rights, that's. Yeah, but if I went to court after this, mm, I'd be getting every cent I could for this. Oh, period. It's it's baffling, the logic that some of these people use to get to these decisions. I I don't know. It blows my mind. The fact that he can be in this love... Because it doesn't say how long they've been married or whatever, but the fact that they've been in this, like, loving relationship and... Well, I mean, actually, who knows? Maybe it's not a loving relationship because if he's Mm -hmm. this easily led astray you know yeah i need to know what his friend said to him that possibly got him to this point like this is kind of crazy yeah like i want more background information like what's 
I want Nick's perspective. Not because I think that I would give him even an ounce of my time to <laughs> try Zero to see where he's sympathy. coming from. But I just, you know, I would like more more info for the story. Yeah. But yeah, no, zero sympathy. Like, how dare you, you know? Yeah. Like, that's... If men have one thing, it's the audacity. It's the audacity. <laughs> All right, and I think the rest of these going forward, I haven't actually read yet either. So, hmm. this will be fun. We're going to... You're going to get both of our initial reactions. I just read the titles, and I was like, you know what? Let's let's do it. <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole for not telling my family my children aren't biologically mine? This is a throwaway account because a lot of people I know have read it, and I don't want even more people to get involved in my family and personal affairs. So as the title says, my, 34 male, three children, six female, three male, one female, aren't biologically mine. Both my father's and my mother's families have some pretty bad health problems, and both my parents are pretty religious and have always believed in natural family planning. My older brother, 37 male, and I were thankfully healthy, but my little sister, 24 female, suffers from severe health problems. I have three siblings that passed away at very young ages. My brother and his wife are just as religious as our parents. They have had five children. One passed away 10 years ago, and of the other four, one isn't expected to live past their early 20s. They are still willing to have more children if it's God's will and have yet to provide their children with grief support or therapy. Ten years ago when we buried my sibling, I told my girlfriend, now she is my wife of nine years, that I was never having biological children. The chance of having a sick child that we would have to watch suffer and die were too high. We could adopt or use a sperm donor. We chose the sperm donor option and now have three beautiful, healthy children I love to death. I chose to not tell my family for multiple reasons. I knew they would treat my decision as unnatural, treat my children differently, make it all about themselves, and I didn't want the drama. My mother got suspicious that none of my children looked like anyone at the family and had a secret DNA test done on all three of them. Of course it came back negative. Instead of calling me, I would have told the truth, she decided to confront my wife in the middle of a family celebration. As luck would have it, I had trouble at work that day, so my wife went ahead with the kids and I was supposed to get there later. My sister sent me a strange text, so I left my job and got there in the middle of a screaming match. My family was yelling at my wife, calling her names. My babies were crying. I told them that I knew that they were still my kids, how they were conceived, etc. My parents, brother, and other family members still blamed my wife, and father said that she tricked them into caring for her B-word children like um after that i saw red started yelling myself and finished by telling them they were my children if they weren't their grandchildren that meant that i wasn't their son and there was no need to have contact with each other anymore now extended family members and friends are blowing up my phone telling me that my parents simply reacted like this because they were blindsided that i went nuclear for no reason and need to talk to my parents and my brother so am i the asshole I'm not going to lie. This one is kind of tough. Are you serious? No, this one is kind of tough. And, like, I get what you're saying, like, right out the gate. Like, your first instinct is definitely not the asshole. But at the same time, I feel like if you knew how crazy, basically, your parents were and you kind of knew, like, maybe my children don't look like me, you should have been able to see far enough ahead to kind of be like, oh, this could go very wrong. And it did. So, like, I'm not so, saying okay. his parents had a right to know or anything, but, like, in order to protect your wife and children, mm-hmm. I feel like you should have just gone no contact a long time ago. 
So, yes, I, I can see that, going no contact, because you don't want to put your children in that situation. But I can, at the same time, see wanting your kids to have that relationship with the grandparents and stuff, and just knowing, uh, see, okay, so that is messy. I Overall, not the asshole, because it's not their business. They didn't yes. need to know that that's not biologically his son, and they're complete assholes for the way that they handled it. Like, not yeah. OP, but the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they con- like they confronted the wife and that now even though the kids like what the oldest kid was like six is that what it said six female they're saying oh that's not our grandchildren like those aren't our grandkids six three and one just because they're not like they use a sperm donor i mean don't get me wrong the family out of their mind insane like i don't care what the reasoning is not everyone like (laughs) i just feel like if you knew your family was like this and your brother and sister-in-law were purposely like so against like mm-hmm. unnatural or whatever that they were willing to have more kids that they knew had a very likely chance of being unhealthy yeah like your family's obviously crazy and selfish and so selfish and i feel like i mean could you have at least like gone to one of those sperm banks or whatever that have like the little booklets and like pick somebody that looked like you mm-hmm. because i just feel like you could have seen this coming and i get that they want them to have a relationship with their grandchildren but i feel like it's almost more cruel yeah, to like let them now, have this relationship yeah. and then have it ripped away because your family's literally insane. So yeah. I don't think he's an asshole, but I do think he was a bit naive and yeah. he could have planned a little better here, but so I definitely I definitely see where you're coming from. So when they started planning like starting a family and everything, mm-hmm. having that conversation saying, "I know you guys don't agree with this. We're t- going to be upfront with you. We're going to use a a sperm donor like this is the route that we've decided if you don't want anything to do with the grandkids that's your call but yeah because... we're gonna deal with this now because like you said because this this just all happened in front of the kids too like, yeah and like the fact that she just like chose to wait until the wife and kids were like in person and then just i i assume accuse the wife of like cheating on him in front of the kids in front of the whole family like that's your mother's that's... insane and yeah. she had a dna test done secretly, secretly. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Like, he obviously doesn't have a great relationship with his parents, or else his mother would have came directly to him. I mean, like, hey, like, your kids kids don't don't look like you. What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, obviously, you just need to go no contact. Yeah, I agree. They should have went no contact a long time ago, but especially there's no coming back from this. And honestly, when, like, at the beginning of the post, he talked about they weren't sure, like, when they were just dating, not married, like, if they were going to do adoption. Like, obviously, if you were going to adopt, you were going to have to tell your family, like, hey, mm-hmm. we're going through the adoption process. And, like, your family would obviously know your wife wasn't pregnant, so they would know the kids weren't yours. Like, how were you going to break that news to them? Yeah. You should have kind of used the same caution mm-hmm. with a sperm donor. I just feel like he put his wife and children in a really bad, like, circumstance. Yeah, because I get still wanting, like, we all, especially growing up in the South, we have family that have beliefs that we don't necessarily yeah. agree with. And I get still trying to love them through that and, yeah. like, wanting, like, still have that family unit and have, like, the grandparents and the lives of the mm-hmm. kids and this, that, and the other to an extent. Like, to yeah. an extent. But the second that you decide to start a family and you bring children into this world, if that's you know your that... your priority. Yeah, that's your priority. And if there's any chance of conflict there, mm-hmm. protect your kids. Protect yes. the family that you chose to create. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, like you pointed out, knowing that if this was to ever see the light of day with them that this was the reaction that they were gonna get. i'm sure he didn't expect it to this degree yeah because who <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unhinged that is unhinged <laughs> behavior but 
he should have proactively, like, he should have gotten in front of this and been like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what we're doing. If you got stuff to say about it, whatever, that's fine. You don't have to be in their lives, but to avoid this. Yeah. I just feel like he could have done the situation better. Like, literally got a sperm donor that looks at least a little like you and then hope the mother's genes are really <laughs> strong. Mm-hmm. Or just straight up told your family. Yeah. Because. Overall, it's not their business. And. Yeah. But if it's going to end up like this, protect your kids. Yeah. Because they have no idea what's going on. Like, yeah. the six-year-old Jenny Like, no when he said he got there and his kids were crying, like, oh, my yeah. God. Oh. I couldn't imagine. No. And, like, even if you thought, like, from, well, okay, how can we even remotely try to make sense of someone that is this unhinged? But even if you mm-hmm. thought that the mother of your grandchildren cheated and they're not actually your son's kids you still don't act like that. You don't yeah. do that in front of the kids. Like, even if you had some crap to say and you were going to say it anyways, you pull her to the side and then Like, even if you decided these children aren't your grandchildren, like, don't they're the still children. children. Yeah, they're still kids. Like, what kind of person is this, honestly? A monster. Oh, there you go. Monster-in-law. Yeah. Because mm. you don't, I don't know, that's not it. But I agree. Not the asshole. Could have handled it better like proactively yeah but not an asshole but i'm giving you a slap on the wrist yeah little little moment (laughs) all i can say is i hope like his parents were really wealthy and that little girl got six christmases of awesome gifts or something Mm -hmm. but it's so sad overall vote on this one not the asshole top comment not the asshole of course there are many disturbing aspects to point out in their response at the top is the fact that this is none of their business. But I also want to point out one thing. Your mother secretly tested their DNA. That goes against moral, ethical, and I would argue even legal codes. I'm assuming you're in the U.S. Did she use one of the companies like Ancestry or 23andMe, or was it a different lab? I'm assuming the former, since she may have used her own DNA to compare. If that is the case, you can contact the company and explain the situation. These companies make you sign waivers stating that you have permission to use the DNA and that if the DNA is from a minor, that you are the legal guardian or parent who has a right to use the children's DNA. Ask the company to remove the test results from the system and to destroy the kits. If you don't, the donor or any bio children of the donor can connect to your children, adding more trauma. Oh, that was a good point. We didn't say that. I want to point out this critical aspect since you nor your wife gave permission for this. I suspect you could push this further as well in terms of legal aspects, etc. But you would need legal advice to see if that is the case. And you may need them to remove the DNA from the company's site. You don't know your mother set up the... You don't know how your mother set up the accounts. So your privacy may be compromised because she may have shared explicit names and details. And since she has computer access to those accounts, she can also contact other DNA matches behind your back, like the donor if he is in the system or his relatives what a heinous set of family members i didn't even think about that yeah we didn't even touch on that aspect of it Mm. so op actually commented back to this one um 18 hours ago he said yes it was 23 and me i didn't consider the possibility of the donor or their families matching i won't press charges because i feel that's not worth the money time and harassment i will contact the website and tell them to destroy the kits Honestly, I am so upset with my parents. I knew they didn't like my wife. She isn't religious, has a career instead of being a stay-at-home mom. She made it clear that she would have at most three children instead of us having as many as God will give her. 
She refused my mom's offer to stay with us and help after she had the babies. She put them in daycare instead of letting mom babysit. What I don't understand is why they blame my wife when I never gave any indication I wanted something different. My wife and I were in complete agreement about all the above choices. I didn't expect she would suspect her of cheating or accuse her in front of our family. We both thought the relationship was getting better. I am so heartbroken about the whole thing. I always wanted to have a close relationship with my parents, and I feel as if it's never going to happen. So there's multiple things with that. One, that makes sense why he wasn't proactive about Mm -hmm. it, because he wanted to have the close relationship. I get that, like, you know, the hoping people will change. But, like, at some point you have to see people for who they are, you know? But the whole thing about oh, I don't know why they always take this crap out on my wife. Like, yes. what? It's always like that. That it's was an mm, instant red flag. Like Instant red flag. They're doing that because you're obviously not standing up enough for your wife. Like, yeah, that's... that and a lot of times in-laws will think you are the problem. Like, oh, yeah. my son was perfect until you came around and started corrupting him. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I just gave him room to breathe and be his own person and come to his own conclusions instead of telling him what he was going to do. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I don't like that idea that, oh, like, you're changing them and they're only doing this because you want it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, they're their own person, too. They're grown. Like, no, they were like this and that's why we're compatible. Yeah. You just didn't see it because you didn't take the time to see it. You yeah, just you wanted what you a wanted. reflection of yourself. Exactly. You mm-hmm. knew what you wanted to know and yes. turned a blind eye to everything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm having trouble having a lot of sympathy for this guy the more I see his comments, but... If anything, I feel bad for the wife and the kids. Yeah, I'm starting to feel bad for them. Because, like, obviously there were red flags when he was like, they never liked my wife. Hmm. Maybe you should have had a conversation with her then. Like, your mom, not the wife, but... Yeah. It sounds like there were a lot of steps to get to this point. Yeah, like, this didn't just... This wasn't a surprise, like... Yeah. Especially if she already didn't like your wife, and she already thinks she's, like, the scum of the earth. Because she's a career woman, Mm -hmm. like... And still like, want to be a stay home mom. Also, it says the wife went to this family function with the children alone. If I knew my in-laws didn't like me, I would not be going anywhere without my husband. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to deal with your family without you. Because I just know they're going to treat me differently. Well, she did say that, or OP said, they thought that the relationship was getting better. So maybe she felt comfortable going. Because hmm. we don't know to what extent, the re- like, where the relationship That's was true. at before this. There's still a lot of info missing. You just never know. Yeah. But... Mm -hmm. am i the asshole for no longer paying for my sister's child care so i 28 female used to make two hundred thousand dollars plus in my old job working at a big tech company really horrible working conditions 12 to 16 hour shifts and i very nearly burnt out i had a lot of company stocks on the line but left before any of them were vested so i got nothing but in the end it was all i could do to get up in the morning now I switched to a job making 120000 a year. Still not bad, but the real benefit is how they treated me. Really relaxed environment. I never work a full eight hours, usually more like six. Definitely the best job I've had and plan to stay. One thing is my parents and sister are pissed at me because I was paying for my sister's childcare costs and then stopped. Her ex-husband divorced her and left the country, so she can't get child support from him. So now she has two kids and has to work. My parents live in Spain at the moment and can't help. So she asked me to pay childcare, and I did for a while because it didn't affect me financially making as much as I did. 
After I started job searching, I told her I wasn't paying for her childcare soon because my next job won't be as much. It isn't, but she is pissed because she expected I would pay for it forever. I told her I couldn't be expected to pay for it forever, but she's mad because she had to quit her job because childcare was more expensive. She thinks because I paid for it once, I'm responsible until they can go to school, but that's insane to me. We had a fight where she blamed me for being weak for quitting my high-paying job after I complained it was stressful and told me she could handle any amount of stress if she made what I did. I lost my temper and told her to go to school and study instead of dating losers and dropping out, and then she can make what she wants. She started screaming at me, and I hung up. As you should. As you should, period. Not the asshole. Yeah, definitely not. How entitled. Like, oh, I know that you hated your old job and you were getting burnt out and all this and that, but you were paying my child care, so I don't care. You need to suck it up. Yeah, like, these are not my children. They're yeah. your children. Sorry about your circumstance. I was being very generous Yeah, she was before. being so nice to her sister. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The entitlement. Like, yeah. I, how yeah. does one... Well, I mean, but again, we're trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But how do you, as a mother, expect someone else to pay for your two children that has nothing to do with them, like, as far as cr- the creation of them, you know? Yeah. And it's, your parents can't help why. I want more info on that. If didn't say parents, they can't help because they're in Spain? Yeah, which I don't really get. Like, you could still transfer money. Like, are they, like, retired, not making any money, can't afford it? I don't know. Then they don't get a say. Like, you can't be mad at one daughter for not helping your other daughter if you're not willing to also try and help. Like, no. And I will say it is very, like, let's assume that they're in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. It's very expensive for childcare here. Like, I get yeah. that. I understand that. And I understand even if you're making a decent amount of money, still trying to get your children, especially multiple, into daycare. Like, if there's not openings in your area. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't say, like, where they live. Like, if it's, like, a small remote area. So you only have, like, slim pickings as far as yeah. daycare and stuff. And, like, I know the cost of living just in general is super expensive. And if you're not getting any help. And then, but you also don't have, you know, any advanced like qualifications for like higher paying jobs mm-hmm. where where the, I can see where that's hard and that mm-hmm. you do need that help but to just expect someone like your sister to pay for your child care like there are there are programs that you could seek help through and I know obviously yeah. that's not like necessarily feasible for everybody like maybe you mm-hmm. make too much or maybe you don't, you know what I mean like there's all these hoops that you have to jump through I, I get it but it's just the fact that she told her I could handle any amount of stress. Like, she was being so rude about it. She yeah. could have literally said, hey, I completely understand you have to do what's best for you. I really appreciate you helping up until this point. Now I just have to figure out, like, what do we do from here? Like, what do you recommend? Like, what steps did you take to get into the role that you're in? What, like, what can we do? Can we work something out? Or yeah. if you can't pay the full amount, can we do, like, a 7525, she- yes. like, a 50-50, like, something like that, 40-60, anything just until she got, like, a better-paying job or whatever. But it's the fact that she immediately was like, well, you're weak for quitting your other job. Like, Please. No. And, like, it's not like she left her high and dry. Like, she gave her a warning, like, hey, I'm going to be leaving this job I'm yeah. miserable at. Like, you had time to figure out child care. Exactly. You could have made a plan. It sounds like bad planning on your part. Mm-hmm. And then just a huge attitude of entitlement. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing because even still with her saying like, oh, $120,000 is still a ton of money, blah, 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 depending on where she lives. 
Yeah, cost of living is getting a little crazy these yeah, days. Yeah, and if so. she worked for a big tech company, say we'll we'll just say she's in California, right? We'll say she's yeah. in Silicon um, Valley. Yeah, hundred twenty thousand dollars is not. Yeah, this is not actually that much. Not actually that much. When you look at the cost of living and how just expensive everything is, and she's got to go into the office and blah blah blah. So it's yeah, like, like yeah, what, you an see the eighty thousand dollar decrease, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's almost she almost cut her salary in half from two hundred thousand yes. to one hundred twenty thousand. Oh that's insane so that's a although yes to the average joe like to me if i was making one hundred twenty thousand oh dollars, i'd be living i'd Please. be living my life i would never be here i'd be i would just work at a paycheck go on vacation there you go <laughs> but that's because cost of living here although it's still expensive it's not california expensive i'll just oh say my that. god yeah so it just depends where you live it's just it's so there's so many moving variables here so I don't know. Just the fact that sister was that entitled, that's the icky part for me. Yeah, it doesn't even matter technically the situation. Like, even if $120 is, like, very wealthy for your area, like, she has literally no responsibility to be paying for your children. She was being so generous. Exactly. So, to expect that generosity to continue, especially when she gave you a heads up, yeah and there were and from at least this post there was no conversation of okay well in the meantime can we work out another deal if i get a better paying job i can pay you back like, you know what i mean like anything like that yeah. it was just uh you're weak for quitting your other job you should have kept paying for my children i think she got comfortable with someone yes. else paying for the child care and didn't do anything to try to make it better or anything that at least had like results from it you know yeah because we don't know. We can't assume that she didn't do anything and she was just like, all right, sis, you've got this. Yeah, I don't know how long. I don't know if it said how long she was paying for childcare. And she's like saying that she's waiting for the kids to age into school. But like, you, it seems like it you probably, it, says. it yeah. sounds like you probably had time to be like saving up money. Like even if you took $5 from every paycheck, like I just feel like you could have planned a little better. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and also, what if, you know, God forbid, something happened to the sister? Like, what's your plan B? If I guess collect all of her money. If she left it to her. That's true. Because hmm. if anything, she might have set it up for a trust for the kids when they're older, you know? Hmm. True, true. I mean, that's if she didn't, you know, we don't, we don't know her yeah. business like that. So it could have went, could have went anywhere. But still, like, you always have to have a plan B, plan C. Especially when it comes to taking care of your kids. You can't just plan yeah. A it and Especially hope Especially if you're a single parent. Yeah. Mm. You have to have so many things set in, set in place. Because you never know. You never know from day to day what could happen. So, that sucks. Overall vote on this one. Not the asshole. No. Top comment. Not the asshole. This isn't your responsibility. If push comes to shove, let her take the kids to Spain and she can live happily ever after with your parents. For real. I'll go live with your parents in Spain. And... Same. Are they looking to adopt 25-year-olds? <laughs> um, well, you're almost 25. You're still 24, August, right? Technically. Yes, yeah. very soon. But basically 25-year-olds. Um, next comment also said, and what's the deal with Spain being the reason the parents can't help? Exactly. It's not as if it's a lost continent with no internet access. With the options of bank transfers, Venmo, Cash App, and the like, if they wanted to help, they would. With the eye roll emoji. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you touched on that. Like, yeah. It's like, what, what's up with that? Yeah, like she just drop that sentence and then never yeah she didn't even elaborate on it yeah because it's like okay they can't be there physically at the drop of a hat understandable fine but financially emotionally any anything else you know what i mean
Am I the asshole for yelling at my sister during a family party over jokes she made? Throw away. I, 26 male, am currently fighting with my sister, Julia, 29 female. I recently got engaged to my wonderful fiance, Sarah, 24 female. Julia doesn't like Sarah and never really has. Apparently, she isn't good enough for me, which is absolutely ridiculous because Sarah is such an incredible person. She's super genuine, funny, kind, smart, selfless, though it wouldn't hurt her to be selfish sometimes <laughs> and beautiful. My aunt was having a party yesterday. I was there with Sarah. Julia was also there. We were talking in a small group with a few other family members. The topic changed to my and Sarah's engagement with some people congratulating us. Julia then starts making jokes. Needed background, I guess. I'm from a well-off family. I mean, we aren't Bill Gates or anything, but we can definitely all live comfortably. Sarah is not. She grew up with a low-income background. She had to earn scholarships to pay for school and qualified for financial aid. She also worked through high school and college. Julia started with making jokes about the ring I got for Sarah. I definitely had the money to get a really big diamond. However, Sarah would have hated something like that, so I got something smaller. Julia was making jokes that it's a good thing I got her a ring like that so she knows not to expect much. She also made a joke about Sarah being a gold digger. This literally could not be further from the truth. In fact, one of my biggest arguments with Sarah is the fact that she refuses to let me pay for stuff. She wants to pay for everything herself. She always wants to split the bill or just pay for the whole thing herself. Not happening. She insists on paying me back if I even get her a $2 soda. When we moved in together, she insisted everything be split 50-50, even though I offered to pay for more of it since I have more money. I just want to spoil her, and she won't let me. Julia kept making jokes along these lines, even though Sarah looked uncomfortable, and I politely asked her to stop three times. Also, for the record, the jokes weren't landing. None of my family was laughing. She cracked another joke about how I should call off the engagement now before I owe Sarah half of everything, and I yelled at her. I told her to stop being immature and making dumb jokes and to accept the fact that I'm marrying Sarah with or without her approval. I said that I understand that it might be hard for her to wrap her head around the fact that there are good people in the world since she's been nothing but a judgmental ass her entire life, but they do in fact exist and Sarah is one of them. I then grabbed Sarah and left because I was done dealing with her. Now she's calling me an asshole for yelling at her and embarrassing her in front of our whole family. She also said that people were really awkward around her after I left and they acted like they didn't want her there. I don't think I'm an asshole for calling her out, but she insists I am. Am I the asshole? Definitely not. Definitely. And way to go for you for standing up for your fiance. I know. Where is that energy for the other story? <laughs> I know. Like all of these stories are pretty well connected. Yeah. Half of them are just about bad in-laws. Ugh. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the theme of the whole podcast. Yeah. Toxic family. Toxic situations. Talk toxic to me. Period. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's... I, I really appreciate the fact that the husband is standing up to his family. Yeah. For his fiance and saying hey this is not cool like it's not okay stop whatever so i mean the sister can call him an asshole because see the thing that sucks is when people push and push and push and then they want to sit there and say oh i was just joking oh like you're such an asshole blah blah blah, blah because of how you reacted but it's like you don't talk about how many times you poke the bear before the bear attacked yeah. you know what i mean and it's like oh that's just how she is i hate that i don't know mm -hmm. if you guys have picked up on that vibe i hate that excuse oh that's just how so-and-so is oh just excuse so-and-so like they they don't mean anything by it like blah, blah, blah. it's and I'm 2022 like, go to therapy yeah 
go to therapy and honestly if it's happening to you they go high you go straight to hell i mean (laughs) i mean honestly i'm so past the point i mean obviously do what is best for you in that situation Mm -hmm. but it is so i guess maybe because i've had to deal with it but it's like i'm tired of the excuse of oh you just know how so and so is oh that's just how how they are oh well it's like grow up grow up like we're all adults go to therapy if you need to go to therapy if you've got issues that need to be resolved but it's just it's unacceptable at this point and that excuse i feel like was created by abusers oh yeah like oh like you know that's just how they are like don't react to it but it's like why do the people dealing with this crap all, like why are they always accept, expected to be the better person the bigger person the yeah. take the high road no, no no call them on their crap because that behavior oh that's just how so and so is is enabling they're never going to get better if you always let that crap fly mm-hmm. I, I'm getting like heated, heated. I'm annoyed yeah, no. <laughs> but it, it because it is it's enabling behavior to say oh that's just how they are just you know that's we just deal with it we put up with it no call them on their crap make them feel uncomfortable if they're saying crap that makes you feel uncomfortable and they won't let it go after you have asked them nicely a couple of times or whatever make them feel uncomfortable it's not fair and it's not right that they get to go around making everyone feel uncomfortable that they're entitled to say whatever that they want but the second that they get even an ounce of that energy back to them now all of a sudden oh i'm the victim you were such an asshole to me no screw you like (laughs) and i respect the fact that he decided to leave the situation but like honestly you should have told your sister to leave like you and your fiance like are obviously happy just got engaged Mm -hmm. you're kind of celebrating with your family and it sounds like the rest of your family might not be huge jerks they are kind of enabling it sounds like somebody else should have told her to stop yeah like your parents should have been like, like hey, I don't care Julia, how that's not funny. Are. Yeah. But not the asshole, for sure. And I get, I understand, like, especially parents wanting to not pick sides, like, yeah. in, like with their children and not, and, like, trying to avoid conflict and stuff. But when you have a kid that's straight up being an asshole to yeah. your other kid and your future daughter-in-law, son-in-law, whatever, mm-hmm. be a parent it sounds like the parent should be a parent and a good host yes. like it was happening mm-hmm. at their house and if you're like throwing a little party and somebody's ruining it it shouldn't matter who it is like exactly it's kind of your job as the host to be like hey stop yeah. or leave that's not gonna fly i understand op and fiance wanting to leave because why would you yeah. want to stay in this especially no one stood up for you it, it's true. very uncomfortable the vibe has now been altered like yeah. wanting just to get out of there but I agree with you. Like, the sister should have had to leave. Because she's the one causing the issues. Yeah, she should. But also, on the other hand, it does sound like the sister was left in an uncomfortable situation. Which is, pretty, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, embarrass her in front of everybody, which she deserved. Like, you're mm-hmm. only embarrassing yourself. Exactly. And then leave her to just sit in that. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, overall, vote on this one. Not, Not the, the asshole. asshole. Yeah. Uh, top comment, not the asshole. I'm so tired of cruel people using jokes as an excuse to be cruel. Serves your sister right. And someone else said, tell me about it. It's as if the people around the Joker can't tell that the Joker isn't telling a joke. Mm. And someone says, and if you question whether or not the joke is in fact their true feelings, they blow up at you like you're the one who just literally said insulting things out loud in front of people. Well, these are your people. They're also heated about this. No, Do you guys like Taylor Swift? Goodbye. <laughs> but 
Exactly. We, I mean, because everyone, everyone, I feel like at one point or another has to deal with this, whether or not it's family members or if it's friends or if it's just people in your social circle that feel entitled to act however that they want. And then when you call them on it, now all of a sudden you're the problem. And it's like, no, 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 you don't. We're not playing these games. You're not going to gaslight me. Like we're not. You know what? This is a good time. You mentioned Taylor Swift. I should mention treat people with kindness. Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. Yes. There you go. I feel like I can't. I I can't believe I haven't said that already for these other stories. Yeah. I'm a bad Harry. It's fine. Uh, It's giving me if a man talk, then I owe him nothing. I don't regret it one bit because he had it coming. Yes. Period. That's your sister. If Julia talk. (laughs) And disappointing the whole gender by being a bad sister, a bad female. Women yeah. supporting women. Ugh. It's 2022. Come on. Do better, be better. Yes. Because what did she think was going to happen with this? You're about, about to have to be around her, hopefully, for, like, the rest of your life. Also, why out. is she so worried about it? Like, yeah. why are you so worried about I get who why. your brother... Like, if you really, truly hated her, like, if there was, like, a real reason. But this doesn't feel like a good enough reason. Like, it's not like your brother's money is your money. It's not like Sarah's, like, gold digging for your money. So, like, what's the problem? I'm I'm having trouble following that line of logic, but... Yeah, I get wanting to protect your little brother. Under, like, that's understandable. But were you wanting him to marry someone in your same class? You know what I mean? Like, is mm. that what it is? Like, are you just discriminating against her yeah, because she's... an elitist. Mm. Exactly. Like, were you just wanting this power couple dynamic of these two rich families coming together? Like, what year is it? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like royalty. Like, (laughs) that behavior is so questionable. She Meghan Markled her. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Ew. Tragic. We don't like that. Mm -mm. It's 2022. Grow up. (laughs) Am I the asshole for telling my friend my daughter hates her son? So, first off, I know I seem horrible, but please hear me out. So, I, 34 female, have a daughter, 14 female. Let's call her Melody. And she doesn't like people. She has autism, and because of that, she can't relate to other kids. Not in her therapy group or anything. She also rarely shows any type of emotion, unless it's with our cat. My friend, I'll call her Polly, has a kid who I'll call Toby. In short, Toby has a crush on Melody. He constantly gives her gifts and asks her out. Polly finds it adorable, while Melody has expressed she has zero feelings for him and tells me she finds romance weird. Last week, he invited her to his birthday party in which she said no and said that she was super sick. He wouldn't have taken no otherwise. Polly then came over and saw she wasn't sick and yelled at her, telling her how selfish she was and saying that she should have just said she didn't want to go. Melody yelled back in which Polly told her to respect her elders. Melody then said, if you don't show me respect, then that gives me no reason to show you any. That set Polly off, and she then called my 14-year-old daughter a bleep. Melody teared up. I never saw that before, so I told Polly to get out because my daughter hates her son. Polly left, but not without saying she wished her son chose someone respectful to like, in which Melody said, so do I. Toby didn't want a birthday party anymore, and he blocked me and Melody on all socials. They also refused to talk to us in real life, which Melody has called pathetic. I'm proud of my daughter, but I need to know. Am I the asshole? Okay. Quick side note. That was kind of wild. That was wild. I haven't actually read this story yet. Some of these stories, I think I mentioned earlier in the episode, I just picked based off the titles. So that was, 
this is my re- first reaction to what? Not the asshole for the mother, but also what? What just happened here? Like, imagine going to somebody's house and then just starting to yell at a child. Yeah. Like, and also it sounds like the mother took a while to intervene. Yeah. where was the intervention at? I mean, we, like, we don't know how quickly that this happened. Maybe the mom went to the bathroom and came back and it was true. chaotic. But if she was standing right there, the second that you called my daughter, like, wait, let's go back. Let's, what did she say? The second you started talking to my child at all, I would have been like, excuse me. Yeah, don't yell at my kid. Don't I'll- even talk to my child. Like, it's none of your business. Like, maybe you should worry about teaching your son not to be so pushy. Yeah. Teach your son boundaries and consent. Yes. Oh, my God. If she's not into it, leave her be. Take no for an answer. Yeah, take no for an answer. Not, it just, yeah. why was the mom so personally offended that Polly didn't want to go to this birthday party? Like, I get, like, oh, your son's going to be disappointed, whatever. But that's insane. And to the point to call a 14-year-old the B word, like, how old are you? You know what I mean? She's a bad B word. <laughs> But, she stood up for herself really well. I'm really proud of Melody also. Yeah, I love the, if you don't show me respect, then that gives me no reason to show you any, period. Yes, I hate when older people say that. Like, like no. They're still people. Yeah, like, I lived a few decades. I'm automatically due for some respect. Like, no. You're still a human dumpster fire. I'll pass. I cannot believe she cussed out a 14-year-old. Yeah, that's like that's crazy. There's a lot of unhinged behavior un- Unhinged today. behavior. <laughs> This is just, I mean, it's not funny. It's, the That's story's true. not funny, uh, but it's just, I'm laughing because oh I'm in disbelief. TikTok sound. But it's not funny. Easy. <laughs> that one. That's what's happening right now. Because, like, you want to laugh, but. Yeah, I'm laughing out of astonishment. I just. Yeah, it's the shock factor. Trying to see this play out in my head. Like, what is wrong with this lady? Yeah. So. And I like how she said, like, they're not talking to them in person anymore and it's pathetic. But honestly, like, it is pathetic. But, like, what a blessing. Yeah. Like, this this seems good. Like, just cut them off. Like, you're done. You're good now. Yeah. Because anyone that would be willing to talk to a child like that. Yeah. Is not somebody I want to be around. Yeah. And especially, you're not going to be around my child again. Like, oh, it's, yeah. you're one and done. If yeah. I had a kid and this happened, one and done. I'd be yeah. like, get out of my house. Don't ever talk to me again. Don't ever even look at my child again. Like... But also, did the mother talk to Polly, the other mother, and, like, tell her how inappropriate the behavior of the son was? Because it says that Melody expressed, like, hey, I don't have any feelings and I don't like this. But, like, did the mother come to the other mother and be like, hey, your child is bothering my child? Because, obviously, she didn't go directly to the child, to the son, because that would be weird. Again, Mm -hmm. we're not talking to children like that. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like OP could have done a little bit more. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they ever had that conversation. It just sounds like after Melody teared up is when OP intervened and told Mm -hmm. Polly to get out because her daughter hates her son. Yeah. I feel like OP could have intervened sooner, but again, we don't know. We would need more info for that, but I'm just Based off of what we have. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. That is what a what an insane interaction. Just because she said she was sick and didn't want to go to the party, yeah. And then you come over and you see that she's not sick. You start yelling at her. First of all, the entitlement. It circles back to the entitlement. Mm-hmm. You can't talk to people's kids, however you want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if me and you had like kids and we like raised our kids around each other or whatever. And I would still never try to parent your child. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I would maybe talk to you and be like, hey, like I know she told my son that she's sick, but she's not sick. 
She's you know, sick of your son's behavior. Yeah, what's, Leave it what's going that. on? Yeah, I mean, because that's that's a rational person would ha- come to that conclusion and be like, hey, she's not sick. Does she not want to go? Like, what, what was mm-hmm. up? And then that would have opened the floor for OP to be like, hey, you know, actually, she doesn't really, she's not really a fan of the behavior that's been mm-hmm. happening. And that's a chance for Polly to be like, oh, I had no idea. Like, I'll have a conversation with him. Let him mm-hmm. know, like, hey, you know, she's you know maybe find a, a different girl or like whatever yeah that would be best case scenario best but case it sounds scenario. like this woman's crazy so that wouldn't have worked anyways but still you could have at least avoided having your 14 year old daughter being yelled at and called uh, not so pretty language yeah so i just couldn't imagine being that mad that you called someone else's kid that like yeah she's a child i'm not really a person in an argument that uses colorful language mm-hmm. like to begin with like, that's Especially just so disrespectful. Like, like, whoever you're talking to. Yeah. Like, you'd have to be, like, a really special person for me to decide to stoop that low. Mm-hmm. But a child? Like, literally, the thought would never cross my mind. Yeah, especially because why would you result to name-calling with a child? Like, yeah. if you're so much older, so much wiser, yeah. you're the elder, then mm-hmm. you can come up with other language, other um, examples, or, like, whatever. Like, wh- I don't know. It just blows my mind. Yeah. So, overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. You haven't gone far enough soon enough. Mm -hmm. Your daughter should never have to go to such lengths to keep people away from her. The unwanted gifts and her need to lie to escape the attention, you should have stepped in already. At this point, you need to drop Polly as a friend completely. She doesn't get to treat your daughter like that. There's no return from that. Yes. Someone else said, a grown woman called a 14-year-old kid with autism up for not wanting to go to her creepy son's birthday. I see why he's so entitled. Mm. Yeah, that's true. This is that a 14-year-old understands... Okay, hold on. The next person says that a 14-year-old understands respect is earned, not demanded, but an adult mother does not... Dot, dot, dot. Shake my head. What a wild... What a wild story. Yeah, I had no like, idea when I picked that that that's what was happening. Yeah. Like, from the title... It sounded like it was going to be pretty cut and dry for me. And, like, it kind of is. Like, the ruling is obviously cut and dry, but that was a wild ride. I know. Going from point A to point B was intense. All right, last story of the day. It goes by fast. It does. Am I the asshole for telling people in school about my dad's affair with his wife? I, 16 male, live with my dad, his wife, and the kids they have together who are 12 and 9. I actually had very little contact with my dad until two years ago when my mom got sick and ended up in the hospital. She died three months after going into the hospital. Then I got stuck with his happy little family. My parents were married when my dad met his wife. She worked with him and they started an affair. The affair only came to light when she got pregnant. I found out about it through my aunt and uncle. I stayed with my mom. Dad sometimes saw me. I have never been afraid to be honest about why I don't like living with my family. I have talked about it in school since I moved in with them in their small town. Word has gotten out more and my dad's wife found out how people will judge. She was grocery shopping and a friend of hers told her to stay away from her husband. Things got out from there. They also found out I mentioned how my parents' marriage only ended because dad got his wife pregnant during the affair. Their kids never knew about this and found out via mean kids at school. They ended up confronting me over it, and I told them they were coming to the wrong person if they wanted an apology because I didn't give a crap about their feelings or them being embarrassed. Dad told me I had a crappy attitude. I told him he shouldn't expect me to celebrate their affair or their relationship. 
She then told me if my mom was a good wife and mother, my dad never would have strayed in the first place and that I had the chance to have a family and was pushing them when it wasn't my place. I told her if she ever, ever said anything negative about my mom again, then she would be happy to settle for embarrassment because I would make sure everyone knew just how terrible she is to speak crap about her stepson's dead mom when she had slept with his father behind his mom's back and helped in the breakdown of his family. They still insist I should not be telling people their personal business and making their lives harder by spreading gossip. Am I the asshole? Okay, no, you're definitely not the asshole, but, like, what is it with people talking to children like this? These are literal children. Mm -hmm. That's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I can't believe she, (laughs) she tried to justify her husband's cheating because, well, if your mom, your dead mom was a good wife and a good mother, your dad wouldn't have strayed. Uh, no, he's a piece of crap. And the same way you get them is the same way you're going to lose them. And you know what? I hope to God he does because... No, I would literally (laughs) resurrect myself. (laughs) I'm sorry. It'd be like some zombie junk. I would... You know what? I don't even need a corporal form. I would just be like ghost haunting you. Like you would... Yeah. Oof. Mm -mm. And I'm like, you can't expect... You ruin... As the stepmom and the dad, you ruin this kid's life. Oh, yeah. And now... Just because his mom died and he's living with you guys, you expect, oh, that's in the past. We're all hee hee ha ha. We're going to kiki. Like, it's, we're all good. No. And you know what? Good on the son. Because, and they can't tell him not to tell his story because that's his story. Yeah. Like, oh, why, why did your mom and dad divorce? He had an affair with his mm-hmm. now current wife. Like, that's, if you don't want people talking about your shady business, don't do shady things. There you go. Like, rumors are rumors. They happen, especially in small towns, and it sucks. Yeah. But but also it, that lady in the grocery store. Oh, period. Like, like, her, her friend. That was the stepmom's that friend. That is crazy, though. Like, who just goes up to somebody, like, you're in the middle of a Publix when Dixie, and you're just like, stay away from my husband. Well, I wonder if it was a situation where maybe they all hung out, like, if they lived in a neighborhood. Like, it's a small town. Maybe they lived in a subdivision. They had barbecues or whatever. And the couples were around each other a lot, and maybe they her like the stepmom and that lady's husband had a relationship not like anything crazy but yeah you know what i mean like a friendship and she's now hearing this and she goes oh absolutely not like she's a shark we're not messing with her i mean that's fair but also it's still wild i mean yeah well what is this town like does that lady not trust her husband this town is spicy yeah very days of our lives (laughs) yeah i would love to know I, I wonder how the stepmom reacted when this happened. Like, could you imagine just browsing the aisle? And, like, like you're just <laughs> holding a cucumber, and she's like, stay away from my husband. <laughs> like, oh my like God. no I context. I would be so embarrassed. Oh, I'd right. Leave. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't need groceries that bad. Instacart. Yeah. <laughs> for the rest of my life. Well, if they live in a small town, they might have to, you know, saddle up the horses. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> and I can say that because I live in a small town, and I lived in a small town, so... Yeah. <laughs> Kroger delivery. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That is so funny. I mean, but it's what she deserves. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, true. She deserved it. She did it to herself. Like, if you oh. steal somebody else's husband, I mean, how low? I mean, what does that say about you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you're obviously both bad people, so. that's. So I funny. do feel really bad for their other children, The though. kids that found out that, yeah, oh, mom that and dad. Is tough. Especially the oldest kid. Like, oh, I'm the reason yeah, the that my stepbrother 
his family imploded and yeah. i mean he's probably i mean he's obviously like at 12 you're probably not able to grasp like the full like the full magnitude but you yeah. know yeah but just like oh that's how sad. heartbreaking that's so sad but again you're still not the asshole for sharing your story yeah because that's his story you know what i mean like it's yeah yeah and especially if this is a small town like in the south especially yeah. um I get the whole mindset that a oh, family business stays within the family. You don't tell people that. That's no, so dangerous. Air it out. Air it out. Like, mm-hmm. if something's happening to you in your family, air it out. If yeah. this is like the case and people are asking you what, like, oh, what happened? Talk about it. It's what mm-hmm. happened. You know what I mean? Like this whole brushing crap under the rug, and then getting mad at the it's like how they're getting mad at the kid and calling him like crappy and stuff for this. Yeah, it's like you're really one to talk like are you like just like let's play that back and just listen you know <laughs> like even if his mom was alive bringing up her yeah. as a reason for your affair is wild but then now that she's dead bringing that up to her child oh my god so much worse so, maybe if your mom was a good wife and a good mother that's so the audacity the well, I'd also like to point out that now that the whole town knows that the dad is prone to infidelity, she dug her own grave. Mm-hmm. She's digging her own grave. Because, again, how you get them is how you lose them. Oh, so. a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. It's open season on the dad now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. She then told me if my mom was a good wife and mother, my dad never would have strayed in the first place. What kind of old-fashioned crap is that? Not to mention unhinged. Yeah. Then the next comment says, oh, please tell everyone you know what your stepmom said. Wow, what a piece of work. Yeah, I like how he said, like, he threatened her with that. Like, well, if you keep on with this behavior, I'm going to tell everybody what you just said. No, just instantly tell people what she just said. That's cool. I'll stop talking about that. Facebook status immediately. Instagram post, all the socials. Just do it. Mm -hmm. The next person said, OP should print it on a t-shirt and wear it every day. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) I mean, because honestly, like you said, what is up with these people talking to kids like this and acting this way in front of kids? Yeah. Like, I get your kids. Like, you probably think, oh, they're mature for their age. And, oh, like, Mm. they're old enough. They can't. No. They can't. They're kids. There's a reason you're not an adult until you're 18. And there's a reason you can't, you know, rent a car without that extra insurance and stuff until you're 25. Mm-hmm. Your brain's not fully developed. They are children. Everything yes. that, that you say, do, whatever, they're absorbing that. And they're taking that with them into their adulthood. Oh, yeah. So if you screw them up as kids, they're going to be screwed up adults. Like, you can't expect them to be able to differentiate between this crap at this age. They have no life experience. Yeah. And this also, is their normal. in two years, when OP is 18, you're never seeing him again. Oh, probably not. No. He's going to peace out of your little small town and do something way better with his life. Mm-hmm. As he should. As he should. It's what he deserves. <laughs> Well, that's it for this week's episode. Thoughts, mm-hmm. takeaways? It was fun. It was very quick. And don't talk to children like that. I feel like we should have like a moral lesson at the end of this episode. Don't talk to children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. Don't, there you go. don't talk to children. Treat mm-hmm. people with kindness. Don't talk. Treat to, people with kindness. Don't oh, talk wait. to children. You can't play it. Oh. <laughs> okay. I thought you were gonna play the song. I was like, don't play the song. I'll get no, black. Like everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can you imagine getting copyrighted, like, though, on a song that literally the whole message is treat people with kindness? It's pretty harsh. Yeah. But he would do it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, guys. That's it for this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. Once again, thank you to our special guest, my friend Hannah. My pleasure. Uh, make sure, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, to leave a review if you like this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave comments, leave us your thoughts. Uh, I post clips on TikTok, so there's a lot of dialogue there, um, a lot of good comments. So let me know your thoughts, takeaways on the stories. Uh, But yeah, until next week, talk toxic to you later.